This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Thank you so much for sending your double mailbag Twitter questions. You can follow Matt. Mike, I called you Matt. Matt. I called you Matt. I called you Matt. Sorry, sorry, Mike. Matt is a friend of the show. Uh, Bengals underscore Sands. You can follow me at Ellen Diaz Patterson. But uh, you were talking about the offense. And and if everybody kind of remembers after week five, they changed their offense up. And, you know, we really started to see them get in the groove. And and obviously after the Halloween game, they went on a 10-game win streak. What do you expect out of week one? What this offense is is really going to look like? And I'm not even saying like you have to bring in the rookies. You have Charlie Jones out there. Who knows what his impact is going to be as the wide receiver number four. Chase Brown's going to be more than likely running back number two. But but what do you expect to kind of start off fresh? You get this offseason. You get training camp. Knock on wood. You get a healthy Joe Burrow. Um, what do you expect out of week one and, and what that looks like for Zach Taylor? Yeah, I think it'll look like it did after week five last year. I think that was them learning their lesson about they can't really do the under center wide zone type stuff that they tried to do in the first four weeks and that they were able to do a little bit in 2021. Teams are ready for it. And even though that is, you know, Frank Pollock's pass, that's Zach Taylor's past. It's not really Brian Callahan's past as much. Um, the, the offense is just at its best when basically everything is from the shotgun and you have the offensive line working a lot of these vertical gap concepts where they're trying to push guys straight ahead basically and maybe pull a guy around rather than have them run horizontally and try to move the defense and spread them out that way. So that's I think what you're going to see is similar to what you got last year towards uh, the end of the season You're just hoping better players, some more explosive players in there. Probably, you know, there will be maybe a couple different wrinkles thrown in there. Maybe they're trying to figure out a way to generate explosive plays, maybe find a way to get Jamar Chase the ball in space underneath where he can make some guys miss or something like that. But I think the offense in general will look a lot like it did later in the season last year. Do you think that Charlie Jones will score a touchdown on a flea flicker? In, in his career? In, in his rookie year. In his rookie year, no. All right. That All just right. seems like such a safe bet. <laughs> I mean, you can kind of have fun with it. You picked the Bengals and the Eagles to go to the Super Bowl last year, and look, we were one game away. So sometimes One just- game away. Sometimes it can happen. Uh, I don't know why. I ha- Maybe it's the the – I know he isn't Trent Irwin, but for some reason, I'm like, he could be that guy. He could catch the flicker in a game. He certainly he's- could. He's fast. He's he's pretty fast. Uh- <laughs> That's not going to happen. Never mind. 
that's just where I'm at with Charlie Jones. I have no clue why I'm connecting the two. I'm like flea flicker, Charlie Jones. That's where I'm at. Um, Adam Wheels has a really depressing question. He says, "In-house replacement for Lou? Who would we look at? Who would, who would we be looking at next year?" You'd probably say James Betcher, who is the only one who's had coordinating experience, the linebacker coach. But I'd also, I don't know if they would just promote him versus. Um, was it Al Golding went to yeah. – yeah, Dame. he went Notre Dame. I feel like he would be getting a call if Lou is taken elsewhere to come maybe be the defensive coordinator for the Bengals or maybe they look outside. Uh, that I think is the least likely, but it's not impossible. They probably want to keep a similar defensive structure, but at the same time probably want to look everywhere just like you did with Lou Anarumo and find him – wherever they found him. I don't remember where he was <laughs> when that happened. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I think it would be James Betcher in-house. Uh, Al Golding would be my first thought outside because it's probably the same, uh, a similar defensive structure. And then wild cards after that. I don't think they would go with Hobby or anybody else um, in the defensive, on the defensive staff. Yeah, I kind of going back to that, I've kind of wondered, and, and I don't want this for Lou because I would feel absolutely terrible that he doesn't get the head coaching job, but we've talked about it, where you look around the league, they're going for that offensive coordinator or, or maybe a younger guy, if it's a defensive coordinator, for the head coaching job. So if Lou doesn't, if Lou gets missed next year, I just hope Lou stays. I hope, I hope Lou doesn't want to retire. I hope he's like, you know what? I still want to be a DC. I'm having fun with this team. There's a lot of talent. There's still a lot of young guys on my defense. They keep drafting young guys. They get them in free agency too. So I'm hoping that we get Lou for more than one more season. I don't think he seems like he's close to retiring to me. Okay, good. I, I just get a little more like him. He's not Wade like, Phillips age. He's not. He's not. Lou is – we need to stop – I need to stop acting like Lou is – Old he's older. I, I, that's why I keep thinking the the similarities are there, even with a Wade Phillips, a Dean Pease, or a Vic Fangio, where it just well, Pease never got a shot, but the other two, like it, it took time, and it actually for I think Wade, it took until he was just promoted as the interim guy, mm -hmm. I think, and then they just kept him. Uh, for Vic, he had to go do it for another team. Now, I'm, I'm really hoping that's not what happens no. with Lou, but um, he was defensive coordinator for those awesome 49ers defenses, and he never got his shot. And it's only moved more and more to being a young offensive mind is what everybody's looking for. So you hope that uh, – I hope for Lou that he does get a head coaching job sometime soon, but it's he's, he's fighting uphill, and that stinks. Yeah, I 100% agree. If Lou gets a head coaching job after next season, good for Lou. Uh, but if he's on this roster, I am totally fine with that. Marcus James says, how big of a jump should we expect from Cordell in year two? I would probably temper my expectations some just because he's older. Um, you don't always see – I feel like you can make the case uh, – is a better way to say this. You can make the case that a young guy – like a 21-year-old is going to get better when he's 22, 23, then you can the 24-year-old is going to get better when he's 25, 26. I think he'll get better, but if you're expecting him to jump to like an all-pro, pro bowl type level, I'd probably temper my expectations some. I'm more so hoping that he can 
improve, be more consistent, and be a very reliable left guard? All right, we're going to get to Goose's question, and I'll just say before I read this question, I keep wishing away summer because I'm ready for football season. He says, I realize it's seven months from now, but the last four matchups with the Chiefs have been decided by three points. Who are we going to be talking about on New Year's Day 2024, which is absolutely crazy to think about, that came up big to win the game? Is it going to be a rookie? Is it going to be Chase? Is it going to be a defensive guy? Is it going to be T. Higgins? I can't believe that's seven months away. Um, <laughs> that could be a Tyler Boyd game because I think that Tyler Boyd was going to have a very good game in the AFC championship before he got hurt and he was having a good game. I think the very fun answer would be uh, Chase Brown or Joe Mixon game. I do think that Chiefs are going to sell out probably to stop Chase and Higgins. So I don't, I, I mean, I'm never surprised if they are the ones that we are going to be talking about on the offense, but I think it's going to create an opportunity for Boyd, for the running backs, and for Irv Smith. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, it's it's so crazy to think about that. I know we we go back to the AFC Championship game because it's the only one that's the most recent game for the Cincinnati Bengals. And then obviously the Chief, Chiefs hype and everything like that, and you lose by three points. I, I kind of think back at that game, and I don't think the Bengals played their best game at all, and they were still down a lot of players and still had a chance to, to win the game. Uh, but we don't talk about that enough. Tyler Boyd was going to be the difference maker. He truly was. Um, just to see how the defense, how the Chiefs were playing defense on Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, that Tyler Boyd was gonna was gonna be. It was gonna be a, a Tyler Boyd game. So I agree with you. I'm all about that. TB's probably more than likely last season with the Cincinnati Bengals being a big one. I'm here for it. Joe says, with the team's remaining cap space, who is one free agent you would like them to add? Uh, I think Chase Rulier just got cut from the Commanders. That would be an interesting ad. He was a starting level center. I think if I'm going to add somebody, it would probably be like a backup center uh, because right now it's Trey Hill, and you're looking across as, you know, uh, you know, let's let's look across and see where they could add. I don't think you can add a wide receiver right now. I don't think you'd add a running back. Tight end is interesting. I don't think they're adding anybody. I think you could. I just don't think they are. And then on the offensive line, they have a lot of tackles. What, how good you feel about them, I don't know. They have a lot of them. And, uh, but on the interior, it's, you know, it's not as strong. So finding a good sixth offensive lineman or seventh, depending on however you think about them. Uh, but a good backup interior guy that can play center or guard is what I would be looking for, I think, the most. On the defensive side, they're not going to add to safety, I don't think. They have a lot of those. Not going to add to corner. They've added their defensive line. Could always use another piece, probably on at the defensive tackle spot. But I think interior offensive line I would go with over interior defensive line. 
Yeah, no, I, I like that too. And I, I can still see them adding some more cam bodies over the next couple of weeks. We'll go to Saki. He says, which Bengals player leads the team in interceptions next year? Ooh, Logan Wilson. I'm thinking in my head who I think. I like Logan Wilson. I feel like that's a good bet. This, it just felt like they dropped a lot of interceptions last year. Yeah, yeah. But uh, pick somebody else so that we cover uh, an, more more ground. Cam Taylor Britt. I'm stepping up All here right. too. I'm into it. Yeah, how, that'd be how great. Do you feel about that? How do you feel about Cam Taylor Britt in year two? I feel pretty good. Younger player. Um, I think some of the stiffness he has might prevent him from – ever being like a Jalen Ramsey, but I think he's a good player. I think he had a good rookie year. He got better as the season went along and I'm pretty bullish on his year two. I think there's a easy case to make that he's the best player from that class uh, this season. So yeah, I'm in, I'm in on Cam Taylor Britt having another, taking another step, getting even better. Uh, I think it'd be uh, <laughs> the one that I think would be interesting would be if uh, if Nick Scott. I was it. just thinking that in my head. I'm like, what if it would be Nick because everybody Scott? keeps talking about like how he's not even going to play. He's not going to if he leads the team in interceptions. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. What do you do? Nick Scott like steps up in year one with the Cincinnati Bengals. You have Jordan Battle just kind of waiting over there on the sidelines. Dax Hill ends up showing out in his first real season in the NFL. I think that would be such a great problem for this defense to have. But Nick Scott, I'm all about it if he's the one that leads the team. But I just they it just feels like they've just got to hold on to those the the balls. Like they need to stop dropping them. Um, that's kind of how I felt last year. We'll go to Nate, which we kind of talked about this um, on our last podcast when we were predicting who's going to be there in September when it comes to the offensive line. I think we said week 12. But he says predict the starting offensive line for week 17 at Kansas City. I don't like to predict injuries, so I think I'm just going to go with Orlando Brown, Cordell Volson, Ted Karras, Alex Kappa, Jonah Williams. And I'm knocking on all the wood because we want to make sure that this happens. I truly agree. Obviously, the storyline was the offensive line in that game. Um, Just give me health. Give me health on the offensive line in the quarterback. It's not realistic to think all five guys are still starting (laughs) that late in the season, but I'm going to be that would be my prediction because it's. A, what I'm rooting for, and B, I don't, I don't want to try to predict who's getting hurt. It's like, well, hopefully none of them. <laughs> no, I, I want them to have all the depth in the world, and I'm still a big fan. I think a lot of people are like, well, if Lyle Collins isn't ready to go, and you, you're paying Jonah Williams $12 million, you can't pay Lyle that. And I'm like, no, 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 give me all the depth in the world. Um, at least for the 2023 season, this team learned, actually over the last, since Joe Burrow got here. You, you need to have as many offensive line pieces as possible, and health is what matters. You look at the Super Bowl offensive line, you look at the AFC Championship offensive line, and you hope you go into the season and you end the season with a healthy offensive line. So I'm all about that. I don't want to predict um, anything anything bad with our offensive line, and, and hopefully um, – I've, I've said it before. I hope Jonah really works out and he plays himself a nice contract this offseason. We'll go to Dimitri. He says, for now, Miles Murphy has one go-to pass rush move. Would he be a threat inside on third downs with such limited moves? He could probably push the pocket a little bit. I liked him more on the outside. I don't – I'm not somebody that has bought into the idea that he's an interior rusher. Just – he's 
he goes from being a big outside rusher to a small interior rusher. And with his main move being a bull rush, trying to run that guy back into the quarterback, I think you'd prefer that on the outside where he he can use his speed a little bit better, where he's an extremely fast player. He's got an awesome get off of the ball first step and be able to convert that into power and push the tackle into there rather than being squeezed inside and being asked to do that from a condensed spot like uh, and pushing the guard into there who are usually used to handling 300 pound plus guys trying to do that to them. So that's why I think he's more of an exterior guy. But I do think when you're looking and like, we'll just get him on the field. That's yeah. why he might end up there. Um, I I don't think, I think he'll be a good run defender this year, but I think it temper expectations on him as a pass rusher this year. Every time I'm very high on his ceiling, but every comparison you can make is a guy that probably that I, I don't believe had a good year one when it comes to generating sacks, like three sacks or something is what I would maybe expect out of him rather than thinking like he can come in and give you seven sacks this year. I think his ceiling is like 12 plus mm-hmm. sacks and being a pro bowl type, but his, he's going to start a little lower because he's raw. He's he's needs to develop quite a bit as a pass rusher. Maybe hobby can just sprinkle some magic on him and get him to be in a pretty good pass rusher this year. But I would think it's probably going to be next year is when you're going to get the full miles Murphy pass rusher experience. Yeah. And we'll see what happens in 2023, 2024. Uh, We've uh, mentioned it before. You have a great piece, Jordan Battle, up there on all bangles over the next few weeks. Continue to tell the people what you're going to have on all bangles. Charlie Jones, I think on Friday morning. And then probably going to have Chase Brown up for Monday morning. And then then it's uh, Yossi Vash and uh, Brad Robbins. I I will do the Brad Robbins article. And then I am taking a sabbatical because it is a long year and it's time to time to just it's, take a break take a break there Relax. yeah and that's when they'll sign their contract extensions and it'll be more to talk about so we, we love that this would be really ideal for us before you get into training camp bangles if you're listening uh so to be determined on what that looks like but make sure you check it out all bangles you can follow them over on twitter bangles underscore sand you can follow me at lnds patterson thank you so much as always for listening to it's always game day in cincinnati